on this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show. We'll find out if those horn dogs from Riverdale can keep their gosh darn hands off each other, if Wolverine can keep his gosh darn claws off Captain America, and if Paul from Waiting for Doom can keep his gosh darn hands on his microphone because we hate when guest panelists drop their gosh darn microphone. All that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode. I do not do this by myself, though. I have brought some friends in to do all the heavy lifting for me. First friend I'll introduce is, of course, Ryan. Co- like, friends or co-hosts? Friend Friends. Friends slash co-hosts. Friends. Ryan, we've been over this. You are not a co-host. Okay. Friend. Okay. We're not. There is. Very... If I'm not a co-host, am I just the straight up host? No, you are not. There's. Ho- no, I'll do not... it. I'll do it. You'll do... If you want me to do it, I will do it. You will host? Yes. You know what? We got to do it at least once a month. Ryan, take oh, it no, the don't, please don't, Ryan, please don't, please don't. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. I'm just kidding. Move on. Move okay. On. All right. We also have Mike. Mike, how's it going? Welcome to the superhero show show. Okay, the only... I, I, I grab it by the balls. I don't have to pussyfoot around i'll just do it well you only said about two words of it so and then you started like hype manning yourself so i don't know sometimes you gotta hype man yourself if nobody else would you hype man yourself yeah i forgot the rest of the intro i'm sorry you're fucking garbage at this okay guys can we all agree that you guys are not host not yes that's why you're the host we're not hosts we're not co-hosts we're barely friends (laughs) don't even like you guys Straight up, honestly, fuck you guys. If we were the co-host, would you say that we're the co-host with the mo-host? Is that a <gasps> is that a phrase that you would utter? With the mo-host? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You would say please, that bullshit? Uh, please I make us the co-host then. Okay, are you guys, for just like a hot minute, you are allowed to be co-hosts, all right? What? Co-host with? Co-host with what? Co-host with the mo-host. Okay. Woo, woo, I like woo, woo. It. Mike and Ryan, thank you so much. Um, We also have an extra special friend here. We have Paul from Waiting for Doom. Paul, how's it going? It's it's awesome. I'm just it's such a privilege to be here. Um I I know what you guys do and how long you've been doing it. It's very impressive. And you know, as far as you've got all these shows and you you watch them and you talk about them and I mean, I've been to different parts of the world. That's got to be one of the worst jobs in the world and you guys do it constantly. Mm-hmm. Like um, you know, I would rather uh shoot dogs in Chernobyl than what you guys do. So it's so I mean, rare that they re- the guests recognize us as the heroes we are. So yeah. thank you so much for this. Not the heroes they need. The heroes we <laughs> actually are. Yeah, but I got very excited because I thought, I, I, I like watching superhero shows. I can watch The Flash and I can watch, you know, Superman and Lois. And uh, then you sent me what was on this week. So Not this yeah. week, buddy. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, let's be fair, though. Um Originally, I thought that our main event tonight was going to be Gotham Nights, and that would have made you a tr- quit the a show. A real delight yeah. for you. All of us, not just Paul, all of us would have quit the show. So it sucks that we can't talk about Superman and Lois, a legit average I show. I fucking love, no, not average, a, that a, show a, rules. A really great 
two and a half star show. But we don't have Gotham Knights tonight, so that's fine. Uh. He already started off so bravely when he said, like, I thought I would get to talk about The Flash. Like, yeah. oof. Yeah. Oh, he already had the bar so low and so willing, and we already disappointed him. There are people in Thailand whose job is to sit in the back of the garbage truck as the garbage is collected, and they do it on, like, 105-degree days. And I think their job is better than watching all these shows. <laughs> that hurts my heart, but also fills my ego. I don't, like... I think a way to, if you're going to watch every TV show based on a comic book, I think that it's very similar. You could describe it as sitting in the back of a truck as people throw garbage at you and you just catch the garbage and it's always 105 degrees. I exclusively watch my TV shows in the back of a garbage truck. (laughs) It's the proper setting. But for you, it's always 98 degrees just based on what's in your AirPods. Yeah, I don't listen to the dialogue. It's just sweet, sweet Nick Lachey and his friends. Or his and... co-host with the mohosts. <laughs> Is that what other members of boy bands are? They're just co-hosts with the mohosts? With co-hosts. the mohosts. <laughs> um, Paul, you've had a little taste of this. If I were to say to you we were looking for possibly another host, um, would you at all take up the application after this one week of trying it? Uh, no. No, I would Great. run screaming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great. I would cool. move to a cave. I'd become Amish to avoid that. You ever seen the uh, cover of Rage Against the Machine's first album? Uh, no, I'm too old for that. It's very famously that monk that immolated mm. himself. Yeah. That's that's Paul if we asked him to be the co-host. We've Whoa. Already, you've already said no, so um, at least we know that right out the front. This is, this is our one shot with Paul here. Um, but we do, guys, even though we've already shit-talked this episode, we do have a great episode coming up Lots for you guys. Lots of good TV. So much in- good TV. Incredible commentary, I'm going to guess. It's you can be- make great podcasts based on bad TV. That's what we do week after week. And coming up, we will be talking about, um, we got some episodes of Titans for you guys. And we have a fun cast pin. We're going to talk about X-Taz. But the main event, we will be talking about Riverdale. Um, But before that, let's go to the bullpen. We're back for the bullpen. It's been a while since we've done a bullpen. And we have a fun one for you guys. Um, We're going to play a little game that we love here. It's called Over Under. Under Over? Does the order matter? (laughs) (laughs) Incredible start, folks. Such clear knowledge of how this works right from the get-go. It is Over Under. Over Under? What if if it was Under Over? That's not alphabetical. Fair enough. I will take that reasoning. Thank you, Mike. Um, it's a betting term, of course. Us here, we know we we know betting so well. Um, but I will throw out some topics, some ideas to you guys. I don't know what do you call these things? Uh, premises. Premises. Great. Some thesis will be thrown out to you guys. Um, and I want to know. Ryan will set the over under number. Uh, Mike and Paul, you guys will choose either over or under that number. And we're gonna keep track of these, and each of you are putting a hundred bucks on each. Premise? Is that what we're saying? A bare minimum, 100. Oh, you can raise it. You can go up. You can raise it. Yeah, you can go up. Oh, good. I stole a lot of copper pipe yesterday. I am ready to bet high. (laughs) As long as you've already cashed it and you have the cash, I can't take straight copper pipe, but I can take cold hard cash. All right, I got a guy. All right, perfect. All right, our first thesis. We got Paramount Plus is reportedly making a TV series based on Galaxy Quest. If star Tim Allen returns to his role in the TV show, what is the over-under on how many jokes he will make about the aliens being liberal snowflakes? Ryan, please set this over-under. Oh, I mean, I, just, I'm just i so excited for if he returns to this because 
just everything about this guy makes me laugh. Have you heard Cassie when he's like, uh, 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 uh. do you fucking love that? I fucking love it every time. I, do you I, cry, I, honestly? Do you cry like tears of joy? I, yeah, like I know it's coming every time, but I'm just like, I got to have it. I need it. I need my hit. I'm going to set the amount of last man standing level jokes from Tim Allen per episode at 3.5. 3.5 per episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike, are you going over or under 3.5 jokes about liberal snowflakes an episode? Over. For sure. He used to only make jokes about how bad he was at being a husband, a father, and a toolman. And now, now all he makes jokes about is liberal snowflakes. But if it uh-huh. were Jill, I will watch. I was a Jill guy. Oh, okay. Is this creepy? What's yeah. Jill? Great. Jill's, no! Jill's a mom. <laughs> Don't mature woman. It's not creepy. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm well, not like over, bring back Zach, that creepy? little boy. <laughs> okay. Paul, please save us. Over or under um, 3.5. Um, I can do higher or lower. It's one of my things on our show. So, um, I'll go higher. Higher. So they're three point five. Both... <laughs> yeah, it it feels low. Cassie. Ah, <laughs> uh, never mind. That was one of my great bits. I mean, that's one of our bits. I said um, when when I was on your show, I said that is your single greatest bit you've ever done in the history of your podcast. It's comedy gold. Yeah. I Cassie, yeah. should we go over it again? He said 3.5. Should I go higher or lower? And then he said higher. And then he said it in a higher pitch. Do you hear it? Like, get it. Do you get it? Oh, get shit. It. I get it. I, I just got it, it and I hate it now. <laughs> That's fucking good. Uh, extra points to Paul for that. All right. Our next uh, idea here for you guys. We got Paramount Plus is also moving forward with a TV show based on the Twilight series of books. Over under on the amount of times Caitlin is going to try and convince us that the show is based on a comic book. Ryan? uh overall so paul caitlin is uh our fourth co-host with the mo host uh who yep. had to call in sick tonight uh she's a big twilight person and yet we still do a podcast with her uh um, kind of <laughs> call her a person <laughs> uh so i'm gonna set this at seven like seven times i I don't know that's like if you think about it honestly i could have said a million <laughs> yeah good one ryan but i think seven is still a fucking lot now what's the time period in this like ever just, forever forever like yeah. she, seven times she will honestly try to convince us that this is based on a comic book in perpetuates in perpetuates so important to always get perpetuates <laughs> mike <laughs> over under seven i am gonna take the under because I think Caitlin is so cunning and so smart that she will never try to convince us that it's based on a comic book to watch it. She will just weave it in yeah. to whatever else we are talking about. Um, Paul, before you do this, because you don't know Caitlin that well, I do um, currently live with her. And I would like to say just yesterday she brought it up to me twice. Um, not that it was based on a comic book, just that um, this is coming out and we should be watching Time, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. And and that was in one day. So just uh, take All that right. information. Some in, insider trading for you happening here. Also, uh, important point here. Cassie very pointedly said, currently live with her. As if <laughs> that's soon, for right now. This <laughs> fucking show comes out. We will have yeah. to see. Um, also, some insider knowledge. I think she currently owns um, 15 Twilight shirts, all bought within the last two months. So, oh, okay. 
Just um, take that with what, however you will, over under. Yeah, well, I don't mind going last. That's fine. Um, I would say that uh, yeah, over. She is clearly a person with no common sense, um, okay. a, a, an idiot person. So, you know, <laughs> probably can't detect, you know, when to stop. It doesn't have the social cues, you know, sort of. Yeah, I would say more. So, you know, 12, 14, 14 times a week, something like that. And he's Paul, never met her. That's he's crazy. Never met her, but he gets her on a deep spiritual level. It's it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think you're definitely on the right track here. Um. All right, our next one we got. What is the over under on the amount? Uh, the amount of us that will watch the Big Power Rangers reunion show set to debut on Netflix. Ryan. So when you say us, I'm gonna include us four and Caitlin. So okay. Five. Yeah. And I'm going to put the over-under of people who are going to tune into Netflix to watch all of the 65-year-old Power Rangers be on a show together. I'm going to put it at 1.5. I'm sorry. Out of all of us? All five of us. I'm going to put it at 1.5. You're a fucking idiot. Paul, you don't have to go last. I'll let you set the over-under first. Just know um, I did say he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, I don't know the background, but I'm going to watch it so people think I'm younger. So, yeah, so yeah, I'm down with the with the kids and the Power Rangers. No, all the and kids will think you're super hip because you watched the new Power Rangers reunion show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Friends one, except they're not friends. They're yeah. the Rangers. <laughs> they're... I hope that's a line. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to become Rangers. <laughs> All right, so we got already one. Yeah. That's that's for sure over. Um, Mike, what are you going with? What is it uh, when you say yes? I completely agree with that number. Oh, uh, you can't do that. That's that's oh. it's my job to pick a number, but you cannot like. I cannot I, do that. I, I guess one point perfectly... five would be hard. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say somebody falls asleep after. That. I'm going to take the over. I I worked with somebody who used to work on that show, so I have to watch it to see if they do not bring up Alpha Five. AKA okay. my close friend Romy, then I'm gonna burn the whole thing down. Is that the one that went? Ay 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 And when we work together yes. at a fancy restaurant, anytime <laughs> we got overwhelmed, she went ay 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 ay. And I went, "That's the line." Uh, I love it. I mean, celebrity. whenever I podcast with LA people, I hope they name drop, and you know, you've really <laughs> brought the magic there. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry I didn't work with Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger. Who is not yes, back I'm for gonna... the reunion special, by Who's the way. Who's not back. I not know back. that. Clearly. AJJ, uh-huh. not there. Wow. Um, yeah, right. There's a pink one? <laughs> oh, Paul, pink your shit, buddy. There's a pink one. I wanted <laughs> to be it. This is terrible. <laughs> um... Yeah, Ryan, you set that way too low. You know we're all going to be watching this. I said, apparently, you're the only one who's not going to watch this. Okay, fine. I should have said it at everyone minus me. You should have. Four math. Four. Four. <laughs> we got two four. math guys on this one. Always here to call us out on math. That feels good. We're bloody math scientists. <laughs> Truly. All right. Next one for you guys. We got... After Paul's appearance on tonight's show, what is the over-under on other Australians we will have on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, do you know any other Australians? Of course I do. <laughs> uh, based on how it's going so far, I'm going to say 0.5. Great. All right. Sounds good. Um, Paul, you're a bit of the expert here, so um, I'll go to you. Over-under. 
Um, most Australians don't know about podcasting technology, so, you know, it's <laughs> going to be hard to find someone else. Oh, fair, fair enough. So you go in, uh, what did you say? 0.5. 0.5. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go lower and say 4. 0.4? Oh, is that high? No. Um, I only went to school on Fridays because it was sport day. I don't know. Um, <laughs> didn't learn nothing. Let's, yeah. Yes. Yes. Four. You get lower. Perfect. Mike? I'm going to take the over. By the end of this year, every member of Five Seconds of Summer will guest on this <laughs> show. Or I quit. <laughs> We are almost halfway through the year. You're feeling confident in this? We need how many guys? That's five guys? Four guys? Five seconds of summer. I assume there's five guys. How about yeah. this? They each like, claim one second of summer. If we don't get five sauce on the show, you have to chug five sauces from five guys. Yes. Well, okay. No, this is supposed to be a punishment, <laughs> yeah, I'm bro. so excited. <laughs> yes. I just, I just like it. I love sauces. <laughs> I'm into sauces. You know I'm a sauce, bro. I know, but sauces are for like adding to other foods not just for chugging well i can chug them and then swallow a bunch of french fries i guess that's true good call nobody can stop me i can stop you um it's because i have another thing to throw out to you i got hbo max has rebranded to max what is the over under on amount of rebrands it will have before superman legacy comes out uh before i give the number i have heard professionals say that this current ownership will not own the company by the time James Gunn's first movie comes out. And the new ownership could, in fact, cancel everything James Gunn has planned. Oh, man. So I am going to say amount of rebrands. I'm, I mean, I guess 0.5, right, is what I should go with. I'll go with one. I'll go with one. Ooh, he's feeling spicy. Yeah, a I'm feeling number. spicy right now. Gave us a whole number this time, everyone. Uh, Mike, over under on that. I'm going to take so far over because... Their reasoning for like, well, Discovery and HBO are combining, so HBO Max, we're going to get rid of the HBO. Because HBO has connotations. Yeah, the connotations are quality. They wanted to get rid of the connotations that people expect to watch something very good when they go to this service. So yeah, I think this guy is going to get his ass kicked out very soon. So over. Yes, because they're going to go to Max and they're going to be like, well, we can't go to back to HBO Max. That would be silly. So now we're going to be HBO plus five, and then they're really like, that's stupid. We're gonna be HPO, H, HBO H- super. <laughs> Are you being swimmy? He's swimmy. Watch for watch for Amazon, Apple, and <laughs> Disney, baby. But Amazon and Apple to make plays to take this whole thing down. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Paul, over under or higher lower one rebrand. <laughs> Yeah, getting used to me. Um, I don't, well, who's taking? Where's the Max going? Is some, are they selling the Max bit? Is someone buying that? No, they're just they're... D- Discovery is coming onto the streaming, and they're dropping the HBO because it was so confusing. So what they're doing is, all right, it's too confusing. Let's confuse them one more fucking time, and therefore they'll be so confused they're not, they'll never know what hit them. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a great way to spend the money redoing all those stationery. The stickers. Um, yeah. Uh, they lost billions in stationery. <laughs> That's where all the money is in TV, um, I believe. Uh, yeah. 
not understanding the question, I'm going to go lower, uh, higher. No, less, over. No, under. <laughs> what do, what's the terminology here? Under. Oh. I'm going under. So, oh, Australians going down <laughs> under. <laughs> got him. Got him to say it. Come on. Uh, don't you dare. Don't you <laughs> he will fucking dare. punch you. <laughs> All right. Our last For one, the guys. home listeners uh, who aren't in the studio right now, Paul is sharpening a machete and just staring Mike down. Dead in the eye. I didn't mean to lead him directly to another Australian reference. <laughs> I apologize. Come on, Mike. I'm sorry. Stay up. All right, we have one yeah. final one here. It's the most important oh. one we'll discuss tonight. Um, maybe the most important thing we'll discuss this whole night. The second season of Sweet Tooth comes out next week. What is the over-under on the amount of times Mike brings up how much he is turned on by human-slash-animal hybrids? Ryan? Uh, <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> this is going to be a big number. <laughs> it's got to be. You know Mike. <laughs> Friends for a long time. Now... Let's be fair. In Sweet Tooth, they're all children. So that's not that Mike's not into that. No, no, no. He likes older animal human hybrids. And he will make sure that point is clear every time. He'll be like, hey, not not these kids. Adult. Right. Anytime in during these segments, Mike's like, T.O. T- time out, T.O. <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm not into children, but I love me an animal human hybrid. <laughs> I'm gonna send it. some crow's feet. If you know what I'm saying. Yes, we do. You want to see a human with uh, their feet are shaped like a crow. Their feet are like crow's feet. No, not even crow's feet. Crows. Just walking around on two crows. They got wrinkles around their eyes. Sure. Uh, I would have said this at 29. (laughs) Sounds fair. (laughs) Paul, you've only gotten to know Mike for a little bit of time. Um, I or lower on 29 times that he will be turned on by a human animal hybrid. Well, I, I believe he likes Batman, so he's already down that path. Yeah. Isn't he? yeah. Um, and Man Bat. And mm. Man Bat, yeah. Good call. Uh, I'll go 40. 40, yeah. Oh, yeah, Hell hard yeah. over. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's hitting that yeah. over hard. Did I set it too low, Cassie? I think you I fucked set up. it too low. I think you fucked up. All right, Mike, uh, you're the expert on yourself here. What are you going with? And this is a weird part of gambling. He's also in control of how many times he says it. But yet, is he in control? No, that's like an impulse. Yeah. He's got to. Yeah. No addict is in control. Clarification question. Is this an episode or a season? I was saying forever saying? in perpetuops, as we say. Perpetuops? <laughs> uh, I will take the over. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but again, not the kids. No, no. <laughs> we made it clear. C-O, not but the if there was a half deer, half man who went to the gym every once in a while yes i'm mopping up the drool all right <laughs> that was an incredibly successful bullpen thank you guys so much Ooh, uh, bullpen <laughs> yeah mike calm down over here we are Damn gonna it. go on to our main event right oh, now wait, he's thinking of a half bowl half pen, <laughs> a half pen I like a hybrid ink pen <laughs> This guy's horny as shit. <laughs> Let's go to talk about Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, we're still in the good old 1950s, which means parents and principals are more judgmental than ever. Jughead and Ethel are freed from jail when they come up with alibis, thanks to a Jug and Veronica team-up that leads to some train car cha-cha. Meanwhile, Archie and, Sh- Archie and Cheryl did not have sex, so now it's time to get married to each other forever. Taste what I ask you this. 
How is Riverdale doing at using its time jump to hold a magnifying glass to our current society? I mean, I, I think great, but I'll let uh, somebody else go first. Why? I mean, did they just go, we don't like the current stuff, so fuck this shit, we'll go back in time and start again? And Because mm-hmm. it feels like the fourth episode of the entire series rather than the, the fourth episode of the seventh series. I don't understand. I don't know why I have to explain this every episode, but <laughs> it was normal Riverdale with murders and witches and ghosts, and a comet was about to hit the city, but which Cheryl... Not witch Cheryl, like, it was this Cheryl, but, like, Cheryl that was a witch did this to the comet, and she saved everyone, but they all went back to 1950s. Nobody else, nobody has their memories except for Jughead. It's a simple TV trope. It's clear. He doesn't have his memories either, because Tabitha, who is an angel, not the Tabitha who's in the 50s, wiped his brain so he would not be miserable. Right. By hitting him with a jug in the head. A tale as old as time, I understand. It is. It's, it's one of those, like, hero's journey. Everybody yeah. it. It's It's Star Wars. I think why this works for me is what you said, Paul. This feels like the fourth episode ever. It's not bogged down by seven years of what the fuck? Mike, are you, can I use some Mike parlance? Can I speak as Mike to in, and interrupt you at the same time? Please is this do. Ultimate Riverdale? This might be Ultimate Riverdale. Do I call things it's, Ultimate a lot? No, but Marvel did. Yeah, I'm yes. talking about comics, yeah, dummy. This is Ultimate Riverdale, and I got it. Soon everybody will have the powers of Jughead, just like everybody had the powers of Hulk eventually in Ultimate Marvel. <laughs> yeah, man, that took some weird turns. It, it is like, okay, we now are the original viewers who were kids when we started to have kids, and they are lost. Let's make it easier. And it's so fun to see the new combinations. Archie and Cheryl, that's crazy. They're both redheads. <laughs> I guess they won't have sex, but have to be married. When Jughead and Veronica smooched, I ran around my room. I was so <laughs> flabbergasted. I loved it. It does feel, it's refreshing because they set the craziness off at the beginning. The premises of the comment, now we got sent back to the 50s. And now we just live in this, like, this 50s universe. Like, that's, there's nothing out of the ordinary. There's nobody getting high on Jingle Jangle while they play Dungeons and Dragons, like we're we're chilling now. In or Riverdale. the the craziest thing that uh, the original Riverdale did was make Archie a rock star, like a singer. Uh-huh. And then at one point he brings that up, and Cheryl's like, "What the fuck did you just say? Why would you go be a folk? I'm singer? sorry, a folk singer. I can't wait till they bring up when he was attacked by a bear twice, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> will, will they ever address why he looks like a forty year old? <laughs> Never. It's the 50s. If you watch 1950s movies, that's true. Even the teenagers look like they're 47 well, years old. Because teenager dumb was so new then that they mm-hmm. were they didn't know they were supposed to get younger yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I did just watch the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie starring uh the late great Luke Perry, and I never put it together until watching Luke at that age. Him and KJ Appa do look eerily similar in their face, and I finally was like, that's why they fucking cast this kid. It's crazy. I was like, he's, go watch the Buffy movie. Again, because now he's playing, I guess, even dumber in the 50s. Like, it's <laughs> it's really, it's working for him now. I don't know he's why. He's just KJ8 now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, is this Luke Perry from the OC? That Luke Perry? Oh, no. From uh, Colin. From, 90210. Uh, uh-huh. Slightly north of the OC, if you're going on the California geography line. It's so important to know where it is exactly in the geography. I'm, I'm just trying to piss off Ryan. That's all I'm doing. Oh, because <laughs> I, I was 
I was just pinching one nut as hard as I could. So I, so I didn't I see. yell. You rose about an inch in your seat and you looked unhappy. <laughs> no, um, Luke Perry was on an incredible but far inferior show to the OC called 90210C. 90210C, is that a thing? Is that a skit? Is that anything? Could we have pitched that to... 90210CD. Yes. Oh shit, he knows our whole catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Live with that mic. Now feel at ease while you do this podcast. Um, but this episode we do have is mainly dealing a lot with um our gay sex. characters, yes, uh-huh. sex and our gay characters just suffering essentially. But not no um not is it Kevin? Kevin Keller. Kevin. Um Kevin gets a little bit like Kevin has acceptance on this one. I was like so happy that Kevin got a good storyline on this one, and also like he's getting he's getting some good coming his way. Yeah, Betty says, uh, "Kevin, if you're not gonna fuck me, then we're done." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm waiting till marriage." Betty walks Who among in- us <laughs> hasn't dumped somebody because they said that. Uh, Betty walks into <laughs> uh, the bar, sees him dancing with a boy, not like dancing like uh, into club. Yeah, but like slow dancing romantic. Uh, Betty confronts him and says, I saw you at the club last night. And he was like, well, I don't know what you saw, but we were just messing around. <laughs> it's all for jokes and laughs. When, <laughs> it when was all for shits was, and giggles. When my head was on his shoulder and a single tear was coming out of my <laughs> we eye. We were fucking with each other. When he gently caressed my head jackass. and I felt at peace for once in my life. It was for fun. It was for jokes, everyone. <laughs> Um, but when Betty was like, no, it wasn't. Kevin was like, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. And then we get Betty, who's reading this book, and she's like, hey, I read a book, and I understand about you and how you like men now. And I was like, what was in that book? What told you? <laughs> what what knowledge did this book share with you? But she becomes fine with it and is just like, I'll help you. Well, the other thing I think that the show is doing, too, is that whatever your authority says, whether it's cops or parents, and this has been the thing between all seasons of Riverdale, whether it's in the now or the 50s, is whatever the parents and authority says, the exact opposite is true. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, uh, when Betty's mom says to Betty, oh, it's just a phase. You should marry him and have kids with him mm-hmm. because, yeah. oh, he's gay. It's up to you to turn him not. Right. Then Betty's like, oh, you know what? The opposite is true. Now I'm OK with it. So it wasn't just the book. It was also Betty Cooper's mom. Well, and that's the mom then burns the book. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> 1950s Riverdale is Florida now. It won't look, knowledge won't turn people gay, but it will help allies become better allies. And right. They do not want that. You got to shut that down. And that's what like Riverdale is doing good at it because it was like the fact that they added burning the book onto it like it was just this little quick thing but they were like yeah fucking got this too guys like checking it all off paul Mm. what is your history with the archie universe not even modern riverdale just archie in general are you familiar with this stuff uh yeah i mean i would have referred to them as shit happy days comics um in my youth (laughs) um but yeah there's, there's a lot of it and I've never wanted to read them, um, but I am familiar with some of the the recent attempts to modernize them in the comics. And I did watch like most of the first season of the show um, oh, when nice. that was all that Netflix had back then. And 
yeah, it, it's. I mean, I, I appreciate it, but I, it doesn't have the the cultural cachet with Australians. You know, we. Yeah, it's 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 very American and it's very. Um, like I, I've never thought I'll read that comic because that, that's really going somewhere. That story. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. when you're at the grocery store and you see Jughead's Diner Digest number six hundred seventy four, like, yeah. what? am I going to understand this story? Yeah, no, I'm I'm grabbing that and sticking it in my last straight away. That one. So yeah, <laughs> how many burgers will he eat this time? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, Jughead battle for the crown, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> well, I'm sorry we made you do such an insane jump from some episodes to the first season to now their final, but I'm glad you're but, here for this journey. Sorry, Ryan, why are they in the 50s? Because <laughs> <laughs> the writers said so. And I wish that I had better, you know, commentary than that. But, like, the writers were like, fuck, another fucking season? Are you serious uh-huh. right now? Let's do it's, this, I guess. It's because Bailey's Comet... Okay, I don't understand what's hard to understand. Bailey's Comet <laughs> was coming comment. right at Riverdale, which was different than Rivervale. Oh, sure there was. Alternate universe. Why is why do we call it uh, Bailey's instead of Haley's, but why do they call them Comet? Shouldn't they be like... Vomits? Bailey's Vomits? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Where were the chipmunks? Do, 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 oh, do, that's do. Chip, Chippendales. Sorry. Yes. Honestly, there probably was an episode somewhere in the catalog where there was fucking Chippendales. I don't put it past Riverdale. Are uh, we talking Rescue Rangers or male strippers? Or both. Both. I would like to see those or boys naked. Rescue Rangers stripping. And we know Mike absolutely would love that. Dude, I'm sick of them always wearing just jackets. Take those jackets off, boys. <laughs> what is his deal? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Mike, I'll start but, uh, there was the Aussie band, the Veronicas, who um, were sued by Archie, and their punishment was to appear in the Archie comic. So it all comes <laughs> back to Australia. So <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. so mad at you. We're gonna put you in our comic. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'll throw this one to you. We had um, this whole bit with um, Cheryl and oh god, Archie, 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 Archie comics, Archie. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Riverdale himself. Mr. Riverdale himself. um, But they are trying to force him to get married because they believe that they have done the dirty. So therefore, to keep her honor, they must get married. But the process is very weird. There's compatibility. um, They thought that Archie was shooting dogs and Cheryl Noble, if you know what I mean. There is a clear... I'm going to just let's breeze by that thing I didn't understand. There's a... They take the compatibility test and... They compatibility test fail. Is, is to prove it, are you being incestual? That's all. That's it. Like okay, because they were yeah. not compatible at all. Well, you two have red hair, so you're probably part of the same family. And in my experience, every time I've tried to kiss a girl with red hair, it's like opposite magnets. Like our lips will not touch mm-hmm. because we're probably related. Well, it's it's always your cousins and or moms. <laughs> yeah, I I try to kiss my cousins and and or my moms. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just like, uh, are you from the same family? No, you're not. Cool. Let's move forward with this. Okay, because I was like, wow, they failed that, and they're like, he said we flying colors, flying red colors. It's fucking eugenics, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it Let's is. make the world red. <laughs> That's Ryan. That would make you so fucking happy, wouldn't it? No, so grossed out. Yeah, you are a real self hater. <laughs> <laughs> How come everybody else gets to hate gingers, but when I do, it's something about my personality. I don't hate them. Okay. 
I like them almost as much as I like half people, half animals. <laughs> oh, no. If if Jesus was a ginger, would he be a ranger in a manga? Mm. <laughs> Paul's speaking my language. I don't like how you said that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I um, those are pretty much the two main plots. We do have um, uh, do, 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 the people getting out of jail. Yeah, so Ethel Jug- and Jug. Ethel and Jug. Is Veronica and Jughead making out? Is that grossing you guys out, or is that like, oh, yeah, guys. I'm weirdly into it. Yeah. <laughs> also, it I love that. Weird. But, it uh, was weird, which is why I'm into it. Unexpected. <laughs> so what? What's weird? I mean, context. You, you know, give me the context. Is is Jughead kind of asexual, or what's, no? In the comics, happening? he is asexual. Uh, but in the show, he, he, he just... no, he he wants to fuck a hamburger. That's what he wants. Yeah. To <laughs> in in the show, these two kind of hate each other. They like put up with each other because the people they love love each other, but they, in the modern times, do not like each other at all. And so it's very weird that in the 50s, they're like, should we just, we're so different. Fuck right now in my fancy hotel. Jughead and Veronica in the show is a lot like uh, me and Mike's wives. And that we love them. They live each other. What do we do? (laughs) Put up with them, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, (laughs) No, I was super into it. Yeah, I liked it. It, it. It seems dangerous. But why are they in the 50s? <laughs> so oh, here's here's why I think they're in the fifties, okay? Because I think that ultimately the premise. You're gonna answer it every time I ask. <laughs> He's gonna do. No, this is the real one. Yeah. Um. Well, one the, the the comic book started in the fifties and it never got out of it, right? Like they were just driving jalopies around and letter wearing Letterman jackets and like throwing each other. Oh, go out uh, football touchdown pass for the entire run of the comic book. But I think ultimately the writers or something about the show realized that it was so much less about the teen romance and more about the relationships between parents and children. Mm. And they were, we like in the sixth season, fifth season, they like pushed them up to the like, their thirties and forties and realized that oh, we lost the thing because what it, the 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 fruit of the show was parents versus children, right. and so. We reset. If we're going to reset it, we can't reset it to season one. So we'll reset it to the uh, the 50s, like the comic book was. But now we have that parents versus children thing instead of the them going out on their own, which the show never cared about. And like 90% of the parents were dead in the last season. <laughs> like it's, it's very fun seeing old actors. And not just the parents. Having Ethel back on. Uh, I love this actress. She was in Stranger Things and then this. She's only in weird timepiece uh dramas mm-hmm. uh, and she's great she really gets the assignment as the kids said five years ago <laughs> um, but yeah that's that's the answer and also there was a comment so they got sent back <laughs> to the 50s uh that is all the time we have to talk about riverdale though i do have time to talk about a website and mike i know you've had some time to think about um are we doing moments of the week I was nervous too, but we can do it. Ryan, what's your moment of the week? Oh, my moment! My moment of the week is um, that the Blossom family were army profiteers because they sold maple syrup to the army. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much they profited, but um, yeah, they just they sold so much syrup it's to the goddamn army. Mike, as our inside source, um, how much maple syrup does the army need? 
The army runs just like America <laughs> runs on Duncan. The U.S. Army runs on maple syrup, and so if you are selling, it gets, to that would get their boots sticky. Privates at a premium, you are a dirtbag. You might be a dirtbag. <laughs> Mike, what's your moment of the week? I think it's about the fifth time Veronica longly says to Jughead, and then we can do this together. And he's still like, oh, wait, uh, huh? I was just like, man, kiss the girl. Not to quote Sebastian <laughs> the Crab. But you frequently do. Yeah, that I is that is, is a problem. He is your Martin I Luther King Jr. <laughs> um, Paul, I don't know if you know this. We have moments of the week. They're new to the main segment. Um, do you happen to have a moment that stood out to you while watching this episode? Uh, is when Betty got in trouble with her mum, and her mum says, "I can make you," and Betty said, "No, you can't. I'm 35." And, <laughs> yeah, that was the best moment I thought. Um, yeah, and and good for her for having the sex book. Good on her. Before it was burned up, um, my moment of the week is Cheryl pulling up to um, turn down Archie on his proposal mm, to run away. Nine pairs of sunglasses, fucking all in red. Like she showed up. Full character, all in red, ready to break his heart as if it was like a real thing. She was like, I'm not into you, um, but I will make this a full dramatic scene. And I is when the internet says serving cunt, is that what they mean? That's is absolutely... what Cheryl did right yeah. there. That's um yeah, if it would have been a little bit lower cut too, then it would have been full cunt, but she was the <laughs> the energy was was cunt, absolutely. Is Archie's IQ lower than Forrest Gump's? Yes. Is he is he in a like? Are, is this a show about someone who is special? Just standing there, like she's gonna be here. <laughs> I, do, I don't want her to be, but I hope she is. is she and like she's me? not. <laughs> I want to go be a folk singer. Was that his dream in yeah. this one? Yeah, great. Gotta love him. Um, Riverdale's Wednesdays on the CW. That's it for that potentially. Um, but I do have a website idea, and by me, I mean Mike. Of course, has a website idea. Mike, what's your big website idea? Pregofrogs.net. Look, the wizards we call the Supreme Court and numerous state Supreme Courts are crashing down on fertility rates. So, one day abortion drugs, the next day pregnancy tests. So. Pregofrogs.net is where you can go. You inject a frog with piss, and it lets you know if you're pregnant or not. Inject. Where did they inject it? Didn't right into its back. In its eye, it does not matter. Frogs are like gremlins. Treat them like they're not really alive. Hey, Mike, if I take this pill, could I be like Fangs and be like, instantly be able to count? That might, that, that's goddamn <laughs> 400, 500 eggs right there. I don't know what pill you're talking about, but yes, if you inject any frog with any piss, I can count to four hundred or five hundred immediately. Five hundred million immediately. <laughs> um, this is. Uh, I'm glad we we probably will need this. Are you supplying the frogs? Are you going to ship them out, or you're just giving out the info? And there's it, no it piss is... pill. This is injection only. You're not making a piss pill. You got to be able to make. You want to got to make a piss pill. It's 2023. You, you can make a piss pill. You guys want to pee into tiny little capsules and click I don't, together. I, no, no, I want your you website to do it. What is the point? I want your lab to shove you the piss in a capsule. Send And then what happens with the capsule? Give it to the frog. No, no, no. You I send me your a... piss in an envelope. Oh, wait. Hold on. I have an idea. <laughs> do the capsule. Draw a fly on it. Frog will just be like, eat it right, there, right Look, you guys are being fucking ridiculous. There is no capsule. 
You send me your piss in a manila no envelope. No cap on God. Send me your piss. <laughs> and then I injected into a frog anywhere, normally right in its eye. And then that frog goes pregnant, not pregnant, should have an abortion, should never get married. It turns into a magic eight ball. <laughs> not enough information. Please return later. <laughs> and then I say, please send me more piss.com. <laughs> I feel like this is a ploy for Mike to get his favorite. Yeah, he's really, really I'm to going to be drowning in piss. Water.com. Water. All right. Um, Mike, I'm and unfortunately I will help you make this website. Good. I don't success. know how to make a website. Is there is there a wholesome <laughs> no, website company? You gotta that can focus help me? on how the piss is coming to you. So you got your hands full. So I'm gonna send you to cyberstrut.net. <laughs> They'll help you build the website while you're busy. That's because they offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security, maintenance, backup, speed optimization. They'll even migrate your website for free, Mike. They work hand-in-hand with you. And unfortunately, in this instance, that means they will help you make this piss website. Work in hand and piss covered in hand. <laughs> this is the last one. Cyber Sprout is <laughs> holding the plug. Thank you so much. I must be so happy with the quality of their promotions <laughs> they get through you guys. They asked they, for it. <laughs> they love <laughs> us, and they will love your business. Cybersprout.net, your partner for a digital world. Coming up next, it's the pull list. On season four, episode eight of Titans, we learn that the secret of Call's folly is the brainwashing music played throughout the town. Dick and Corey have to fight off this brainwashing, save Rachel, and destroy the radio station to escape. Episode nine focuses all on Beast origin and destiny. As we uh, and is an episode full of cameos and clips from other shows, including The Flash, Stargirl, Swamp Thing, Shazam, Harley Quinn, 1978, Jonathan Kent, The Teen Titans, Go Beast, all ending with Beast waking up in the Doom Patrol mansion. Taste Paul, I ask you, are you excited for this crossover? I didn't even know it was coming. Um, you, you guys tricked me into watching Titans, and it just happened to be the most important Titans <laughs> episode um, ever possibly uh, since the first one with the doom patrol maybe uh but yeah uh the first step was just your standard stuff there was you know the radio station blood blood tubes going into it playing middle of the road 70s songs that are fairly cheap to put on your show um and yeah i, w- I was surprised that uh it was still the same old crap and um you know this comes back to my comments about shooting dogs in chernobyl being preferable to this uh but the next episode with them you know so they wrapped up cole's Bolly and uh, Brother Blood and um, his mum and all that sort of stuff. I think it's over. There was a big fight in the church and it had really good sound design. So um, the sound effects were pew, 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 um, just to cover that so you don't feel like you missed. Yeah. Um, But the next episode was all Beast Boy all the time. So it it, uh, had uh, Beast Boy waking up in a cave and there's uh, Freedom Beast, which is the... um, the less racist version of Wana Beast from the 1950s comics. Um, so this ties in very – most of this is ripped off from the Animal Man comic by uh, Grant Morrison that started in 1988. And, so good. Uh, yeah, as I said, buckle in, kids. This is going to be a lot. So Buana Beast's powers is he can get two animals and merge them together when he's wearing his helmet, um, which sounds like the ultimate fuck-around power. Um, to me, like, like, like he has a, a lion bat in his cave and it, you know, growls and then flies off. And that's cool. Uh, you know, but 
wouldn't you just spend all your time grabbing animals and shoving them together? You know, like mm, sloth yeah, ants and speaking my language, Paul. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, what's the sexiest animal you can make based on what's around? You know, you'd break into a zoo and just go mental, wouldn't you? So, oh, I would. yeah, yeah. But he's doing that sort of um, charm. Pardon me, taking a drink. There's a lot. He's going to go through so much, so fully prepare. I got too excited, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, but basically he takes uh, Beast Boy on a shamanistic journey through his powers and says that you're connected to the red, which is um, a ripoff of the green from Swamp Thing, but, you know, all animal life is connected, not just across the world, across the universe and across the multiverse, so everywhere. And then, uh, yeah, Beast Boy suddenly says, I can navigate all this. And he goes off in the multiverse and he gets sideswiped by Grant Gustin's Flash. And then he sees lots of portals and he sees Swamp Thing in one. Uh, Grant Morrison shows up and uh, does a, a callback to the Animal Man comic where he says, I can see you. Can you see me? Which is uh, trippy as fuck. And then um, he finds out that, uh, yeah, he lands in Stargirl in um, Blue Valley and meets Stargirl. And this is the worst bit of dialogue I've ever seen in anything ever. But uh, she says, where are you going? She says, I'm trying to find my family. And she says the most logical comment after that with, oh, family is important. Like, not where are they? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was well, she's always Dom- got to teach something and family is important. Yeah, yeah. Um, was Dominic Toretto not available? I don't know. But, uh, yeah. But then uh, back off into the multiverse he goes and uh, he he hears Harley Quinn's voice from the animated. Um, he sees uh, Beast Boy from the cartoons and, uh, yeah, and bounces around a bit and then eventually lands in Doom Manor and Cyborg, you know, comes over and, you know, recognises him and says, what are we going to do? And that's the end of it. And... It doesn't tie into Doom Patrol where it is now because Cyborg still has his, you know, Cyborg bits all over him. So, mm. you know, it doesn't even mesh up. But I believe the next episode of Titans will will all be about the Doom Patrol. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and there was an end credit. watch this. Yeah. Yeah. It was very disappointing. I had to tell people, hey, you know how you all ignore Titans? It's time you can't. You've got to, yeah, talk about it. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, family's important. So, <laughs> Yeah. I just can't. I just can't imagine like watching this, waiting for Doom Patrol, if you will, and you see it, and then Cyborg is the one. Oh, yeah. And there, there was an end credit scene with uh, Gar and Cyborg eating waffles. So, Always which good. is a um, throwback to the cartoon Teen Titans Go, where they um, they get enthused about food a lot, I believe. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was. It was a whole lot, and it was all written by Jeff Johns, and it was just an orgy of, um, yeah, tying up and linking things. And so, and we heard bits from the Batman animated, uh, no, the Batman TV show, the 1966 one, that you guys never did a show about because you're lazy. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it, it was a lot, and yeah, thank you for tricking me into watching it. I was in the right place at the right time, uh, to be not blindsided for once so should teen titans yeah. go be like in the running for replacing x test so good teen titans go at least to the movies rules yeah that movie does rip yeah well there's a lot of it if you're trying to catch up with it it'll keep you going for a while so um 
you know, have you, you know, what's your life expectancy? Have you covered that? <laughs> oh, we're all very healthy. Yeah. You're younger than me. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm drinking um, greens right now. Um, athletic greens? Athletic greens. AG I just, is what they call them. Now. Teen Titans Go freaks me out because it's funny on purpose, whereas mm. X, X-Taz is funny Accidentally in a funny. different way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it still is very good, though. I think it would be a good contender. Um, Paul, this episode, when I was reading it, it was insane to read and impossible to comprehend. Watching it, w- were they doing too much or was it enjoyable? Um, <laughs> enjoyable is a strong word, I understand. Enjoyable is not the word that you want for this show. Uh, I would say the last 10 minutes were enjoyable, but it was more a case of, oh, no, they didn't. Oh, yes, they did. You know, it was it was <laughs> like that. So, you know, um, but yeah, that, that makes yeah sense. if if you want to watch any of it, watch the last 10 minutes of uh, ep, ep, uh, nine, was it? Nine? Nine. And that's Eight. absolutely the way I prefer to watch Titans, Eight. is just the last 10 minutes. Last Sorry. 10 minutes, yeah. That's more yeah, than you'd normally movies. want to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the midst of all of that, and all these great episodes we made you watch, uh, do you have a moment of the week between either of these two episodes? Does it have to be these? Can I talk about Succession or something? Or? <laughs> absolutely. Yes, to Succession. <laughs> Fuck off. No, it was really good. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, The moment of the week, I really, well, yeah, there's a bit where there's an evil scientist experimenting on an animal and just being an absolute prick. Um, And it's Dojuba the ape. And he has basically taken its skull cap off and it's got its brain exposed and infected it with anthrax. Uh, It's just a good old scientist party. And uh, Freedom Beast, uh, with his merge powers, merges the scientist with this dying animal uh which is you know fucked up and cool and good and straight out of animal man uh volume one issue four i believe which written by grant morrison uh so yeah that was a good moment and and messed up but uh, yeah there were uh it was worth it for the times for the doom patrol like they basically said that uh niles was the one who purposely infected people with sakusha which is why Beast Boy got his powers, and that was part of Niles, you know, searching for um, eternal life for people. So, as part of his quest for whatever it was back in season one and two, I don't know. Um, yeah, so yeah, it, it tied things together in a way that is, you know, curious because it's too little, too late. Um, but good on him. <laughs> I'm glad there was at least some purpose for you in this one. Uh... I want <laughs> Doom Patrol, or I'm sorry, uh, Titans season four to come out on DVD. And it says Paul from Waiting for a Doom. The pull quote is too little, too late. <laughs> they put it as big as possible. Too little, too late, but good on you. <laughs> um, Titans is Thursday on HBO Max or just Max, however you want to refer to it. It's uh, Max now, Cassie. You have to get used to that. It's Thursdays on Max. Also, you're now Caxi. Honestly, into it. Uh, coming up next, we got to talk about Excess. <laughs> Welcome to Eggs Tasmania, bitch, a mini show within a show where we take an in-depth episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men, the animated series. This week we watched Old Soldiers, and guys, when we start off, it opens up with some old soldiers at a grave. It's right <laughs> out there, right out the bat. They let you know what this is. The lead guy, the one that eventually talks to Wolverine, his uniform, like, have a tailor, 
adjust that dude because he is bursting out of it don't wear the uniform anymore you're from world war ii brother (laughs) like you can you can wear your normal clothes to this to say goodbye to your friend again be in jeans and a tucked in t-shirt like everybody else from your generation (laughs) (laughs) yeah jeans tucked in t-shirt suspenders mega hat that's how we do or beast very chill outfit a full trench coat if you're going yes. to a graveyard, full up full trench coat. Yeah, but those trench coats are typically child- three children trying to pretend like they're <laughs> World War II soldiers. Um, we already confused Wolverine with Beast in this episode. So what's happened? That's on me. Thank you so much for having some accountability <laughs> on here. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> it's Paul Wolverine. is Marvel accountant. He's like, um, <laughs> Cassie, I noticed in minute 74. <laughs> you uh, fucked up here. Thank you so much. I need it. But to be fair, last episode... That's what they were the same. Beast Wolverine yeah. out. Yeah, it fucked me up. Two episodes ago, he, Wolverine ogred out and to look like Beast. So everything's confusing right now. You, you don't see color, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's big of me, so thank you. It's bigotry, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't really work, but yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> there's already, like, once we get this opening and we see... Um, that Logan is also there. Uh, we are instantly get thrown a lot at us. That like he's there's this gravestone. He's very angry at it. Yeah. And then we how cut dare to... you kick it before I get my vengeance? <laughs> yeah, he's so mad that he didn't get to at, at least punch this guy before he died. Can I? <laughs> Man, just I just one last punch before he died would have been awesome. That's before my grandpa died. I fucking socked him in the face. <laughs> Uh, are you guys uh, graveyard people? Oh, yeah. What does really? That mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing weird, Mike. Oh, yeah, but expand on it. <laughs> Nothing weird, but what do you mean? Do you go to, like, the grave sites of your uh, fallen family? Ew, no. No. But I do hang out in graveyards. Paul, do you go to, like, your parents' grave sites and, like, I don't know, say hello and goodbye? Well, uh, you know, way to open some wings there. No, um, I don't actually. I uh, I don't associate their gravesite with their life, and it's just a, you know, it's just a marker. So, I mean, I'm more comfortable with memories, um, and photos, I guess, than a location where their remains possibly rem- reside, depending on the quality of the uh, funeral home. Yeah, is that like is is it like a dying trend? Like, I can't imagine like. So I've got four dead grandparents and one dead parent. I can't imagine like Lucky. being like, <laughs> do you wish your grandparents were dead? <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't imagine going to their graves. I mean, like, what up? Or because of when they died. What's up? <laughs> well, you got to well, my... them properly. If they're cremated, do you just like snort a li- do a little bump snort? Well, yeah, then... I-, I still have their urn. Think of the memories then. <laughs> yes, which they're all in their urn, which I call earnest goes to nostril, and I do a little <laughs> snore every once in a while. Burn. You're really putting the taste in taste buds right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ashy, chalky taste in the back of your throat. Is that why I'm so ashy as a person? <laughs> That's why you're so ashy. How much ash I consume? I'm sorry, Cassie, what were we doing? Yeah, let me bring this back to Extaz. So he's not snorting the cremations, um, but guys, <laughs> the other reveal, we are, the, he's in fucking Paris. We just kind of pan right. Uh, Wolverine <laughs> says the most beautiful thing that Logan has ever said. 
you stole the joy of Paris away from me forever. <laughs> that was like the opening to like the most beautiful romantic novel that was ever yet to be written. Like you stole the joy of Paris. I'm so sorry. I I love when you're remembering uh, at the grave of a fallen foe that you're angry at to start <laughs> two days before you meet them is how I remember people. <laughs> Yeah, we start to get into it. We get a flashback, and um, it is um, wartime. There's Nazis out there, um, but Logan's out here in just all-black outfit on some undercover mission. I will say, though, thanks to Wolverine's aging, they didn't have to spend money on CGI, like, trying to de-age him. <laughs> yeah, that, that was nice. Good. Yeah. Hey, I've just got a question. How come they're in the 1940s? <laughs> well, there's a comic. <laughs> Oh, so Cheryl Vereen <laughs> comes out and says, I'm a witch. I'm going to blast this comet. I'm going to blast Bailey's vomit. <laughs> and that's how we ended up there, where he is on this mission. Um, he almost gets caught by some Nazis, but um, plays it off as a bird. So, it, yeah, I love Cassie. The, a rock falls from a roof, so they just start shooting the roof. Mm-hmm, as and you then do. they see a bird. They are doing my favorite thing. My favorite thing where they speak a different language so what we'll have them do is speak english and every fifth word will be a random german word yeah. so they'll be like ah oh, what's this is bad Achtung. <laughs> what baby what are you saying come down come down and guten tag <laughs> i'll get you wolverine and i'll be the shen good night <laughs> I'm German, yes. Like, there's there's no thought put into the, these Nazis. Are like, hello, come down from there. Uh, German sausage. It's like Christoph Waltz is right here. <laughs> um, but we do see why he's out sneaking around. He gets past them, plays it off as bird. Um, plays it off as bird. <laughs> plays it off as classic Wolverine so move. <laughs> Um, but he is out on a secret mission where he has to go to a little hideout. Um, this girl brings him in and then takes him to this older guy. And it's so important. Whoa, to whoa, know. whoa, whoa. Gets into a bakery. Yes. Says the keyword. And then the secret like hideout, the secret stairs are underneath a rack of pies. A big old rack of pies. And they treat that rack mm. of pies like, like they throw that thing around. Furious. I can't believe none of these pies fell off. Like, Treat those pies gently. Seriously, and they did not. They didn't even cover back up the hole. Like, they had no... Like, once they were down there, they said, fuck it. If they find this place, they find it. It's all good. But I was like, I have some worries about you guys, but okay. Um, But that's when we're down there. We do meet this soldier who um, Wolverine cannot call Soldier Happy, but apparently is um, Soldier Happy, mm-hmm. I guess. His name his, is Happy. And it's He's like his Christian name. His happy. Christian name, as if he is Happy Hogan his, from his, 2008's Iron Man. His nickname is George, <laughs> but his Christian Only name is close friends. <laughs> happy, Mister Happy. Um, he the mission for uh, that he gives to Wolverine is you got to get the scientist back um, from this other location. It's super hard to get to, and also you will have a partner, which Wolverine just loves the fact that he's going to have a partner. Look, if you're in an undercover mission and somebody's like, "You'll have a partner," what about them? When I'm going to tell you shit about them, but you're going to love them. That's <laughs> that's not a good mission, man. That's not good intel. Like, how do I know who it is? Yes. Where are we meeting up? Doesn't matter. You're going to fucking love him. 
um but he does after this he's like fine i'll do it um and out in the halls or the streets is also what the halls are known as um he's back on the streets <laughs> the streets of paris which is ruined <laughs> for wolverine forever um he gets in a little bit of trouble after trying to save a kid from some nazis and that's when we see who his partner is who comes <gasps> and saves him it's no one unless but it's captain america <laughs> i'm too excited to say who it was <laughs> How did he get back in time? A comment. It was, it was a, a comment, comment. yeah. He wrote in a comment as if it was some sort of nuclear missile, like slim uh. pickings. Am I am I uh, too used to Chris Evans or am I too used to like what he means to me? Is Captain America a little like nasally nerd in this show? It's like, well, come on, Wolverine, let's go do a mission. Yeah, the the <laughs> super soldier serum hasn't fully hit his throat up yet. His super soldier septum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, also, uh, once they save this kid, Cap hands him a baguette, which is like yeah, feels French so racist. What the fuck? French people <laughs> love their goddamn long bread. Like no, the kid already had the baguette. He was running with the baguette when he, the Nazis found him. Okay. Um, so this Captain yeah. America has a bag of baguettes that he keeps around. <laughs> keeps I know how to make orphan. friends with the French. <laughs> I love when I have my groceries are a bag of baguettes with like one broccoli sticking out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, is it true? Can you really, Mike? You're you're the bread guy on the show. Yes. Oh, I love bread. Uh, can you really like knock a motherfucker out with these these baguettes? Like, are they really that hard? They're that stale. Yes, if you eat them wrong. You can knock them right out with them. Like so the French bat. will just like I'm gonna. <laughs> the French will just like I'm gonna let this cheese and bread rot till one second before it's you disgusting. Never know when your food will need to be a weapon. Yes, so you let it harden as much as possible. Is that why all French cars have that button where it's like release the cheese and then the exactly. cheese spills out of the back of the car and then all the other cars behind it fly all over the place? And the cheese stands alone. Speaking of gadgets, like cheese falling out of cars, um, when we get on this mission, uh, Mr. Spangly, Captain America, does team up with All Black Wolverine, and they get to the base, and they have to climb this giant wall, and what does Wolverine have to climb this wall for no reason that's explained to us? He does have multiple pairs of claws. I didn't know, but he didn't know he had claws at this point. <laughs> yeah. Because he has bone claws, right? At this point? Right. And what he he should have said is, Bone Claws is ready. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. But instead, he uses these metal claws that he's surprised to pull out of his back pocket. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I could get used to these. Mm -hmm. Well, buddy, good thing you said that. (laughs) You absolutely will have a chance. And has a spare pair for Cap. But here's, I think, what the most important scene of the show is. Um... Hey, Captain America, you're dressed like a moron. And this conversation, I think, is really important. Oh, because Cap says his uniform is a symbol of pride and hope. And can you kind of feel in Cap's voice that he has given this speech 17,000 Yeah, he's so times? sick of people telling him he looks like an idiot on an espionage med- mission. <laughs> and then Wolverine in very X-Men 2000 says, wouldn't catch me in something like that. He's got to. Of course he does. Um, but they make it up the mountain. They do get into this, I don't know, secret mansion thing. And um, they get to the scientist, and he is, of course, building a giant robot because what else would he That's be doing? That's what scientists do. <laughs> his, his main mission. Um, 
and they start to try to get him away. They're like, hey, come with us. And the scientist is like, no, I absolutely can't. Um, and as right as he was going to tell him why, Logan just knocks him out with, like, some <laughs> nerve thing. Um, yeah, just like, oh, hold on real quick. Beep. Captain yeah. Rick is like, you have to tell me where you learned that. Yeah, and he's out cold. Um, but this does, he does get his time to alert everyone. We get all these Nazis coming after them. And right when they get, there's too many of them, they get captured and they get taken to Red Skull. We're getting everyone, guys. Real quick, time out. Uh, Paul, can I talk to you about Captain America? Is he just like a normal pop culture hero at this point? Or is he eye-rollingly like Captain North Korea, like holy <laughs> shit, propaganda? Um, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I'm... Um... Uh, a, a nerdy man so i <laughs> i've always appreciated captain america but yeah I, there is a, a sort of jingoistic nature to captain america that not everyone appreciates outside of your country um yeah what? but yeah <laughs> i hate to say it but i mean patriotism in australia is very different because you know if you fly an australian flag in australia we mostly think assume you're racist so uh, yeah <laughs> we think Which, that here uh, too <laughs> yeah but what's crazy about captain america and i think paul we've talked about this on our various presentations yeah. about how captain america to the left feels like our guy and to the right feels like their guy yeah so strange mm -hmm. yeah so it's yeah it's it's a tightrope that uh the people who don't read the comics will never know what he's actually doing in this episode, though, he makes it clear his stance is against Nazis. Anti-Nazi. That feels like a very clear side <laughs> in America, Cassie. Right? I feel like that's, that's left, That's right? very that's politically bold. I mean, that's really <laughs> limiting his fan base. He said in this one, guys, no Nazi. No Nazi robots. They do get in a battle with this robot. But luckily it Which, is... Which, uh, uh, hey, this robot, hey, the writer of this cartoon, what are you, just playing Wolf Wolfenstein 3D? Am I right, Cassie? <laughs> I'm so glad you got in there. We're able to make that comment. I'm proud of you. Have you how, have you logged a bunch of hours playing Wolfenstein 3D? Absolutely. Yeah. One hundred percent. But um Cap does take this robot down and it's real easy. He's just gotta throw his shield right through the middle of it. It's the one thing that was gonna take this robot down, and of course it well, was a shield. It was team effort. Wolverine opened that robot's chest plate. Don't just put True. it on I'm a cap guy here, but come on, fucking show Logan some did respect. Did you guys notice that on this robot there was the uh the Ghostbusters no symbols on his shoulders, but with nothing behind the cross out? It's just against everything. You just, <laughs> I hate all, all, all things are stupid to me. And I'm a robot with a hand with a machine gun. That's fucking scary. It is scary. And it does do a lot of damage to the building because um, his little guns, when they were shooting off, start to bring down the building, mm -hmm. of course, as it does. Um, so they have to escape. Uh, Logan saves Captain America from almost dying, even though I don't think he would have died because it's Captain America. But it's a very dramatic moment. Um, yeah. And then at that point, I don't know. I think they just get out. I've lost my place in this. Okay, so Cassie they, was on her phone during this part of the episode. They they end up on a plane, on the wings of a plane. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was going to lead to Captain America's icicleism, yes, right? Same. He was going to be turned to water ice. But instead, <laughs> delicious chocolate lemon water ice. But instead, they land in a hay cart. And go, ha, 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 credits. <laughs> yeah. 
they fall off the plane. They they do roll down the hill in the hay cart a little bit. Yeah, they have a roll in the hay. It's <laughs> they have to. And this is where we see that he has met these people because the other troops meet up with them and they're like, "Hey, successful mission." And Wolverine is furious that they would consider this a successful mission. Right. They're like, "Hey, we took out a base. We took out a giant robot. This sounds good." And he's like, "Absolutely not. It was a failure. How dare you guys?" And that's how he knew his good friends from the graveyard. And that's our episode. Completely ruined Paris for him, that moment of failure. (laughs) Because they said we won. (laughs) He could never go back to Paris. Do you guys remember Rick from Casablanca? What if somebody was even more Rick than Rick could ever think? (laughs) That's Wolverine. Oh, wait, no, it's not the end of the episode. That's no, when we go to the present. We got with the daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The daughter How is the... she still alive? <laughs> Don't. How did they get it. back to the present? A comment. Again, it, it, it kind of reversed back to, into it. A reverse comment. <laughs> That's where you throw a comment right into space. <laughs> a a Temok is a reverse comment. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but she does come up as Logan is like, I hate this motherfucker. And she's like, Hey, what's up? It's me, the daughter. Let me explain to you. He was actually a hero. He was working for uh us the whole time. Uh he took down the Nazis from the inside, so <laughs> suck on that. And Logan instantly change of heart. He's like, they're like, Hey, should we go get some baguettes? And he's like, Yeah, I got one thing to, Let's I need go to get do first. One million baguettes. Let's get into a fucking <laughs> Uh, baguette challenge in France, eating challenge. How many baguettes can you eat? But he was like, just before that, hold on, let me go do something. And I swear to God, he reached for his pants like I thought he was going to take a hot shit or a hot piss <laughs> right on that grave. But no, he Still just... Still hate your dad. I <laughs> <laughs> just want to make want to make my body bodily fluids clear that I fucking hate your dad. So he does piss on it, but then in a weird move, he does carve hero into the gravestone, which everybody's just chill with. Or he pissed so hard. <laughs> yes, it's Wolverine washed. Um, And that is now our episode, which means it's now time to go to the awards. Ryan, I'm going to start with you with most 90s thing. Uh, my This was a hard one because it took place in the 40s. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think my... it... Go ahead. I just said, how did they get the darn? <laughs> I should have. He knew what was. Yeah. He knew what he was gonna say. Uh, mine was uh, my nine, most ninety thing is like uh, adding claws to everything. Like Wolverine's like, I've got claws. You want claws? And Cap's like, You've got claws. I want claws. 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 And then they, they sing a song about claws. They just became buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you got for most nineties thing? It it has to be. We're all Vega here. It's adding claws to everything. I completely agree with Ryan. Well. <laughs> I didn't know claws were so 90s. Paul, did, you, did have... you never play Street Fighter 2? True that. Jason uh, plus Wolverine equals Vega. Um, Paul, do we got a clean sweep here? Do you also have claws for most 90s thing? Uh, I'm disadvantaged because I have never, ever watched an episode of X-Taz before this one. So, <gasps> wow. yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm old. I pretend to be young, but I'm old. Uh, I would say the most 90s thing about it was the opening titles because it was like let's do a short video on uh, ocd and show it to people and that's what it was it was you know movement and color and things coming out and posing and you know people doing explodey stuff and it just was relentless and that was the most 90s thing for me and you know i'm happy to accept that as a winner (laughs) (laughs) that's that's so big of you (laughs) 
You guys could have been playing that move this whole time. All you have to do is accept it as the winner, and I have to. You guys are fools. Um, for most 90s saying, I do have um, the Germans, or the Nazis, be, and it is because of how they talked. And it is just the insane accent, but they do throw in just a couple, a little sprinkling of a couple words. That Cassie, Nazis are a 1940s thing and a 2020s thing. Yeah. Not a 90s thing. <laughs> Sorry. Um... I will go with claws though because both of you guys had that, but Ryan, you said it first, so I'm gonna give you claws. Sorry, fucking gave me the wrong answer, Ryan. <laughs> Next time, send him claws. I, can, can I take a quick time out? Uh, Paul, being such a big Doom Patrol fan, which yes. is a uh, rich wheelchair man leading a group of misfits and freaks with powers, how do you feel about yep. the X Men, which is about a rich wheelchair? Laden man leading a bunch of misfits and freaks with powers. Uh, Doom Patrol four months earlier, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, let's go to best gasp line. Mike, what do you got for it? Cap's face. So my gasp line is the face that Cap makes when the Red Skull says the professor is a Nazi with them. Is just like jaw as far dropped as it could possibly be. Is is the jaw dropped farther than when Wolverine's like, "Hey, I got your shield. I'll get your shield." And he starts swinging around. Yeah, he does it, and then it cuts to Cap like all pinned up, and Cap's like, for like How, uh, seven so- seconds. Yeah, Cap's they face is love like making Captain America flabbergasted. They love. Any opportunity to not draw more cells. They cut to it so many times. <laughs> like we were out from them even being like tied up and they were like, throw it in there. I don't care. At this point, like the budget's uh borderline, like they erased Cap's mouth and they put somebody else's mouth in it and Cap's like, <laughs> Hello. like that orange that talked in the early two yeah. thousands videos. Look at it, what is happening with you, Wolverine. I love you. You're my brother. I don't know. Hello. Um, he was for sure gasping. Paul, what do you got for best gas line? Uh, when the baguette was recovered, it was the magic. <laughs> Those French fucking love that shit. If there was a uh, train spotting is an Irish movie, Scottish, Scottish, uh, <laughs> close. If it, if it was French, it would be about baguettes, and they're all just hooked on fucking baguettes and just <laughs> baguettes spotting baguette into my veins. Right, not to derail you from that, but what is your best gasp line? Wait, hold on. You didn't want to derail me. I didn't want to. It's like begrudgingly that I am. I guess was, of course, Cassie, when Wolverine's down and there's not much that can happen, he's about to die, and that fucking shield comes in and hits every single motherfucker in the room. Yeah. That that reveal did get me. Um, There was a bigger reveal, and that was when we revealed we were in Paris. For no... Wait, the city that's been ruined for me forever? (laughs) The way it just casually like move to the right and there's the fucking eiffel tower beautiful i had to gasp it's the big apple it's the big apple um it's, Ryan, no, it's pronounced the big eiffel the big eiffel um i feel like for me the other time i guess was with the cap reveal but actually paul's right with the baguette because what? What? So, so no cap no cap it's that baguette 100 that point goes to paul our next one yes. is best use of power. Paul, what do you got for it? Uh, it was uh, Trapeze Wolverine when he uh, used the uh, the sex dungeon mechanism to swing himself around. <laughs> do you understand the amount of thigh power that he... Because like, he swung the shield directly towards his Bazalzis. 
and he caught it just before it hit his balls with his thighs. This is clearly the best use of power we've seen in this series. They really let you, the animators really let you know that his thighs were beefy on this one. They were like, yeah, this takes thigh work. It, that shield was one inch away from it going the doing and his eyes crossing. <laughs> All right, Ryan. So yours is obviously yes, it is that catch of the shield with the thighs. Uh-huh. And Mike, what do you got? It's clearly thigh power. There's a reason all of us caught on to it. Other powers were sort of impressive, but that rocked it. Cassie, you're going to walk into a room like six months from now. And it's just me and Mike whipping shields at each other's balls, <laughs> trying to catch it with our thighs. Trying to get this move down. Um, <laughs> absolutely. It's the best use of power. Um, Paul, you said it first, though, so that point goes to you. Our next award is LVP. Ryan, what do you got for it? Uh, Red Skull's fight trainer, this bitch, like, this bitch swings and misses four times in a row. I don't even think the Captain America is doing that much. This, his fight trainer was like, all right, first of all, you got a red face. You wear the greenest jumpsuit you can possibly find. <laughs> and then you signal that you're about to punch as hard as you can, and you whiff. And, like, his fight trainer is the LVP. <laughs> Strong point. Mike, what do you got for LVP? Uh, I'm used to robots at least being sort of intimidating, and this chud of a 1940s robot can't do shit about dick. It is awful. It is. It is a pretty bad robot, it, as far as robots go. It, what is this? JJ Abrams Production Company bad robot? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt both of you, but I'm not. No, it had to be no, made that's with what that. What JJ Abrams would do? <laughs> it absolutely needed to happen like that. Uh, Paul, what do you got for LVP? Uh, the pigeon. The pigeon took the fall for the, the <laughs> rubble falling off the roof, um, acted as a stool pigeon, if you will, uh, to get Wolverine out of that particularly uh, pickly jam. That um, that pigeon is the bravest pigeon I've ever seen. We salute that pigeon. <laughs> um, LVP, you guys, I can't believe I'm the only one to say this. Um, it's the Nazis. Oh, oh shit. So oh, virtue signaling. <laughs> um, Trying to get more Twitter followers. It's so <laughs> important to me. There um, are a lot of good soldiers on both sides in this. <laughs> that is Paul. That is from at Waiting for Doom. <laughs> this podcast is called Waiting for Doom. <laughs> Uh, Mike, I am going to give that one to you, though, because honestly, that robot was taken down too easily. He had two uh, I'm against everything things on his shoulder. I'm going to get those tattoos. Doesn't make him a good robot, Ryan. Our final one is MVP. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to give it to Wolverine, not only for Hey Claws rule, here's some claws. There's my favorite line of any episode of the X-Men, the animated series ever. You stole the joy of Paris away from me? <laughs> it's not that one. Is second. Is uh, Wolverine starts fighting a Nazi and goes, you and what army? And then a bunch of other Nazis show up and he goes, stupid question. Uh, <laughs> and that legit made me laugh out loud in a way I think they intended for the first time ever in X-Tez history. I wish I could have been there. I know it was a hearty little chuckle that came. <laughs> yeah. I bet it was. Oh, it was a big boy laugh, I bet. <laughs> um, Paul, what do you got for MVP? MVP. Um, it, it's the Nazis because every time the soldiers showed up, they would just stand there for a couple of seconds and give everyone time to respond and attack them first. Every time. <laughs> it was like, we've got these 
guns that shoot bullets extremely fast, but we will wait a few seconds every single time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to. It's it's in their rule book. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll I'll always pick the Nazis and everything. <laughs> Australians love Nazis. So so crazy. Um, Ryan, it's Captain Fucking America. Okay, let's okay. do it right. Mm-hmm. He wears the costume. He throws the shield. He knows what to do. He always makes the right decisions. Okay, well, the strong pitch, passionate pitch out of you, but also have you considered that it was the scientist for making a robot that big and that easy to take the out? Nazi scientist. Uh, no, he was actually he was, he was uh, a triple working. agent. Yeah, triple double uh, agent over there. He was one of the good guys. He's a hero. If you don't remember by the end of the episode, he was really woke. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. Uh, it's still Captain America. I guess. Um, and because I'm afraid of how much you'll cry, we'll give that one to you, Ryan. Um, and also we don't get Captain America ever, so it's got to be Captain America. That leaves the points at the end of this with me with none, Mike, you got one, and Ryan, you and Paul tied with two. You guys are both the winners this time. Yeah. As it was meant to be. That is the do end I, of the... Do I uh, cash this at the counter? Or? Oh, the, did you... Um, You those already are, got the check that we sent to you? Those are tickets. You get to exchange ticket. your tickets for Tootsie Rolls. Tickets for tickets. But like fresh Tootsie Rolls. They're good Tootsie Rolls. Oh, hot off the bakery. Yeah. Um, that is the end of this episode though you guys which means it's time for the outro Mike can you please tell me about some websites well of course you should go to popfilter.co it's where everything this is my real voice you wanted to meet Mike for the first time yeah. it's so brave of you to release the real voice you just dropped your accent completely it's weird I know Popfilter.co is He's from Denver. Go. So this is the Denver I'm, accent. This is the Denverite accent. I'm finally not talking like I'm from Philadelphia. But that's where you could go to get everything we make. Throw a little slash Amazon on there. Popfilter.co slash Amazon. That, bookmark that and it helps us when you shop from the most evil company alive. And then of course patreon.com slash your pop filter. Pick a tier and then you get all kinds of extra cool shit. Love those websites. Those are great ones. Um, also, cybersprout.net. Never forget that one. Um, Never forget. R911. <laughs> cybersprout.net. Love you guys. Uh, Ryan, we have another show on the network. Can you please tell us about that one? Yeah, of course. It's a movie of the year. Um, right now, we're going through 2002. So, um, How did you get to 2002? Uh, random, I think. Is a no, comment. Mike, it's you comment. picked it, right? It's a comment. I, I comment. flew there on a comment. <laughs> Ryan, never answer it. It's always comment. <laughs> Why is it? I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> but how does he always know to just fucking say it so quickly? He's good. <laughs> I thought that he was actually interested in what I was saying. <laughs> no, never. It's like being married <laughs> twice over. <laughs> Uh, the reason we got to 2002 is because Mike is the host and because it had two Steven Spielberg movies and Lord of the Rings movie all in the same year. Uh, so please download, listen to, and subscribe and rate Movie of the Year. It also, a Natural 20s, a show oh that uh, we miss dearly. It hasn't existed in years, right? <laughs> is it Probably. more than one year? Maybe. Matt's hard. Yeah, how old's the kid? Just track how old the kid is. 
Hey guys, just for podcasting referencing, uh, referencing like uh, when you're on a podcast, if I ask a question, answer it. Don't comment. just sit there comment. silently. Oh, comment, comment again. Okay, it was com- no. Instead of comment, comment. How about that? Can we do that? I cherish your wit, <laughs> Paul. You're on a podcast. Go ahead and tell the people about it. My wit is made to be cherished. Uh, I, I'm. I do a podcast called uh, a podcast called Waiting for Doom. It's about the Doom Patrol. We talk about everything Doom Patrol, not just the TV show, but also the comics and. Uh, and things um but yeah just the comics and the tv show really i don't think there are any other things um and i also do a podcast called dcocd which is about every single dc event and we rate them and make fun of them and uh i do a show called dialect for flanger which is where i talk about um whatever i want and i use my nickname flanger to do that so that's the one that i was on right what is that yeah that was the one yeah yeah so it'll, it'll take anyone that show (laughs) <laughs> Paul's good I wish he didn't turn down our application to be a fourth host <laughs> it's devastating um, social media Mike you know I gotta turn that over to you at your pop filter I don't on, know who this on man Instagram is. and at Twitter hey Mike real quick could you give the your microphone over to somebody who is a uh, sponge but also a pirate it's the same voice. It's the voice he was doing. I don't know. At your ball filter. It's deeper. <laughs> That's where the sponge comes in. On Twitter. Because it's deep in the ocean. Yeah. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. <laughs> Gotta get a growl in there. Um, Paul, I believe you also got some social media. You could throw it out now if you would like as well. Uh, Yeah, I'm still on Twitter under reading underscore H-I-X, but you know who knows? Who knows how long that lasts? I was just, we're just not excited about Twitter anymore. I know. Well, what happened? If only there was one root cause that we could identify. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we also got an email contact at popfilter.co. Go ahead and send us your emails, your questions, your comments. That's where you would send them. Next week, you guys, sadly, Paul will not be with us, uh, but we do have a big episode because we're going to check back in on the Max Smash Gotham Knights. It's getting so many numbers, guys. It's so popular on what we call Max. Why? With who? Yeah, like, it's got to be people are putting it on for their dogs. Like, I don't know what's happening. This is insane. This is my promise to you and to the listeners. I will try to find a true Gotham Knights fan to guest with us on next week's show because I am flabbergasted. Oh, that would be awesome to talk to them. Like, what? what is it? Well, we have one. Caitlin loves it. Caitlin doesn't mind it. Caitlin's down. But she also loves Twilight. So that's that. Um, but that's what we got going on next week. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I am me. And for me, I am Paul. Bye, everyone. Bye. So it's a rhetorical bye. Sorry. Sorry. I fucked it up. Sorry. A rhetorical bye. We have to restart the show.
Okay, so we're going to try a segment that we have not tried in a long time. Uh, it's called Over Under. Cassie's going to throw out an Over Under I'm, or a premise. I'm going to give the Over Under, and then you two are going to take sides and argue if you want the Over or the Under. Okay. Now, Mike, you notoriously don't understand <laughs> how this gambling works. So well, I'm we're glad it's been a decade since we've tried it. 